Hey Chicago, this is Lauren Spencer-Smith, and you're listening to today's Variety 101.9 The Mix. It's today's Variety 101.9 The Mix, McCabe and Jenny, and today joined by the talented singer-songwriter Lauren Spencer-Smith. How are you? Yes, there we go. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for being here. I know you're taking some time from tour. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So, I mean, let's just start kind of from the whirlwind of the past two years. Mm-hmm. You know, being discovered on Idol and kind of growing up in the small town of, is it Vancouver Island? Yeah, Nanaimo on Vancouver Island. <laughs> so, what, you know, what was the music scene like there and how did you guys get involved with your career? Yeah, there isn't one. Um, I know one other person that sings and that is it. And we just feel like we're like the only two, like every time I even try to find like a guitarist or anyone, there's just like absolutely nobody. Wow. Um, I really started working with other musicians through people who I met on American Idol. And I just was like writing with them virtually and like FaceTiming them and being like, let's make this video. I'll do my part. Then I'll send it to you. And you can do your part through like your computer system or like logic and then send it back. Like it was all totally virtual with everyone that lived in LA. And then after, like honestly, like middle of COVID, uh, one of my friends who I met on the show was like, you should just come live at my house for like four months in LA. Like you've already built so many connections and you haven't met anyone in person. Like let's just write. And I went out there and now I haven't stopped going back and forth. <laughs> oh my gosh. So fast forward to American Idol. What was the biggest lesson you learned from being mm. on that show? Honestly, I think the biggest lesson I learned was probably, like, my weaknesses. Like, constantly watching. Because I grew up with nobody that could sing. So I just definitely always thought, like, oh, I'm great. Like, (laughs) there's nobody else that sings. So I don't know what I'm, like, bad at. But watching other people have, like, stronger strengths than me was made me be like, okay, I need to work on my falsetto. I need to work on my writing. Like, all these people are better than me at this. And I want to be the best. And, like, it just made me really, like, check myself and be like, what am I? What could I work on and get better at? Mm -hmm. You have such a powerhouse voice. Uh, who were you listening to? Who were your influences mm-hmm. growing up? Mainly Adele. Just all three Adele albums just on repeat. Um, Sam Smith, Kelly Clarkson, kind of all the powerhouse <laughs> singers. We're just putting it out there. Maybe we can do some collaborations yeah, some at collabs. some point. <laughs> I'll be on album four. Yeah, I saw the judges compared your voice to Leona Lewis, which is a mm. huge compliment. I was did you? With her. I was gonna say, did you ever listen to her music? Yeah, I was a big like X Factor fan and X Factor UK specifically because my family's British and I was like super obsessed with Simon Cowell, and so <laughs> I like totally watched her and all her videos like throughout the whole show. That's awesome. Now, I mean, your fingers crossed song blew up on TikTok. What was your reaction like when that happened? Yeah, my reaction was very shocked. I had never, I had videos that went viral, but not that got that many views on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And it definitely never happened with like an original song, mainly only like covers. Um, I was definitely excited and I was like, okay, hopefully this is going to go somewhere. Like, this is great. Finally, like my songs are getting recognized. I've worked so hard. But it was definitely just like excitement for like months on end and me and my friends getting cakes and like <laughs> celebrating that it went viral and like just a lot of excitement. Wow. It's huge to celebrate, especially when you're writing your own music. You know, what is that writing process like for you? And at what point mm-hmm. did you start? Was it like poems? Were you just writing down stories and things that were happening in your life? Yeah. When I was younger, I don't really play any instruments that well. I play everything like very mediocre. So when I was younger, it was just like constantly rhyming things. They were all very bad. Very bad songs if I ever played them for you. But very basic, just me, you know, talking about things that were happening in my life. Um, 
as I started writing after American Idol, um, one of my best friends that I still write with, she was on the show. She was very like, you need to write about things that happen in your life. Like anything that happens in your life, however it makes you feel, just write it down. Even if it's just like one word, like I don't feel like enough. Like we're going to go in the studio the next day and write something about how you didn't feel like you were enough. And now my process is just like anything that happens to me. It's like instantly in my notes. It's instantly a concept. I try to make a concept out of every bad or good situation in my life. Right. Has TikTok changed the way you think about writing Mm -hmm. or think about music? Yeah. I definitely think there's like a magic touch to having half of your song be extremely personal and half of your song making sure that it's like up to date about things that people would relate to in 2022 and making sure that it is catchy. Like you kind of have to combine the two. I definitely go in the studio being like, okay, red flags. It's like a thing that's popular on TikTok. Let's write a song called Red Flag. Like very, if everyone's sad on TikTok, I'm like, we're not writing a happy song. It's useless. It's not going to go viral. <laughs> like, right. I definitely go in being like, what is popular and what's something that people will connect to? But like, I can also relate to my own story. So it's my own. That's interesting. And how's it been now performing, you know, writing these songs, going viral, and now being out in front of your fans? Mm-hmm. How have they been reacting? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, I'm kind of like, oh, people just like, go crazy over you like for a while we weren't putting like a barricade and then my last show I was like almost getting like pulled in the audience and my mom was like I can't believe people just like like you like that (laughs) like that's so weird that like everybody's just like going crazy and like has bought tickets to a show but it's so great there's just like so much definitely brings a lot more positivity like to your life like seeing people's faces and like smiles and people telling you stories about how like your music has changed their life now, I saw your big U.S. TV debut on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. How is that transition like coming from a small town where no one really is mm-hmm. musical or there's you don't know a lot of artists mm-hmm. to now being in the U.S.? You're performing your new song, Narcissist, on The Tonight Show mm-hmm. starring Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. Like, I always I always have told everyone, like, I'm going to move off the island. I want to be, like, known. I want to do music. So, like, I always envisioned myself doing it and coincidentally when fingers crossed came out one of the first people to put it on their stories was jimmy fallon and so i was like we have to go on jimmy fallon like he posted (laughs) it he likes fingers crossed like we're happening like i've been manifesting it like ever since the the song came out because i was like okay he's seen it he knows me like oh my god and he posted the same thing with flowers i was like okay next song we have to be on the tonight show i swear to god if we're not but it's such a crazy transition like everyone back home is like i just can't believe like you do that When he posts that, do you have your people reach out to his people? Were you, like, in his DMs being like, hey, I'll come on the show, whatever you want? I definitely, like, he posted, I responded, I was like, Jimmy, I love you. Like, <laughs> just like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with you. He probably gets that all the time. Um, but definitely my people were like, okay, great. Jimmy likes her. Like, hopefully when we reach out, like, they'll want her on the show. That is awesome. Now you've got a show tonight. Yeah. What can people expect? Yeah, um, there's a lot of... I feel like a lot of people think my shows are just going to be like me sitting on a stool singing ballads. <laughs> so there's a lot of energy in the show. Most of the songs we do like full band. So there's a lot of like hype that also goes on. I somehow tend to make my ballads like a, in a cool, upbeat kind of way. I like that. Well, we look forward to seeing Narcissist. And take us back to the moment you pen that one down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually had that one written down for like a very long time. And I was just like, I thought... The narcissist in my life was, like, the only narcissist in the world. I didn't realize, like, it was something that other people would relate to. So I was like, there's no point in writing this. Like, no one's going to get it. Like, there's just no point. And then as I started talking to more people, I realized, oh, everyone has a narcissist in their life somehow, unfortunately. 
And my mom started sending me all these videos of like this doctor who's like the number one doctor in the world for narcissism. And she's like famous and has all these like YouTube videos. I started watching it to like really in-depth understand like what had happened to me and like what narcissism was about. And my writer who wrote Narcissist with me also wrote Fingers Crossed with me. And she had been like agging at me to like write this concept for a while. And I just kept being like, no, no, no I'm not ready. Like I need to get over it first. But as I was watching those videos, I finally got over it. And I went in. And she went into with all these just like traits of narcissists, like, oh, they're charismatic and like all the lyrics that are basically in the song. And I was like, I finally want to write about it. She's like, I already have the doc. Like, <laughs> it's already made. It's called Narcissist. Like, let's go. Well, I hope you've gotten to enjoy some of Chicago while you've been here. I saw you. You visited the Bean. Saw the Bean. Yeah. What else did so you So tourist visit? of me. <laughs> um, where did we go? We went out for dinner. Yeah, I saw. I didn't realize it was on a lake. So we kind of like walked over the bridges. I kind of love Chicago, honestly. And is your first time here? Um, technically I missed a layover once and had to stay at the <laughs> airport or the airport hotel or whatever, but I don't think that counts. Well, hopefully you get to try some deep dish pizza yeah. or other Chicago, like a Chicago hot dog. That's a big oh, thing. <laughs> I know I need to do that. Oh, I love hot dogs too. There are so many things to check off the list yeah. uh, while you do it here. Okay. So the tour, once you wrap that up, what can we expect in 2023? Mm, an album. Awesome. <laughs> okay. For sure. Yeah. Lots of songs. Um, also hopefully a Christmas album. I'm wanting to release, I think we're going to end up releasing like a Christmas single this year. Cause you know, we don't want my Christmas album and like my album next to each other. Right. So definitely like a Christmas song this year and then hopefully an actual Christmas album the following year, as well as my regular album. <laughs> nice. We'll make we look- sure to listen to your Christmas song in uh, October since everyone listens so early. Yep. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> we look forward to everything. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, yeah. Lauren Spencer-Smith, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Appreciate it. <laughs>